section six of the mabinogen volume three by anonymous translated by charlotte guest this librivox recording is in the public domain section six here is the story of philip and philevelus belied the great son of manigan had three sons philip and caswall's son and ninya and according to the story he had a fourth son called Thelephilus. and after the death of belli the kingdom of the island of britain fell into the hands of philip his eldest son and philip ruled prosperously and rebuilt the walls of london and encompassed it about with numberless towers and after that he bade the citizens build houses therein such as no houses in the kingdom could equal and moreover he was a mighty warrior and generous and liberal in giving meat and drink to all that sought them and though he had many castles and cities this one loved he more than any and he dwelt therein most part of the year and therefore was it called carluth and at last car london and after the stranger race came there it was called london or lundris philip loved levelus best of all his brothers because he was a wise and a discreet man having heard that the king of france had died leaving no heir except a daughter and that he had left all his possessions in her hands he came to philip his brother to beseech his counsel and aid and that not so much for his own welfare as to seek to add to the glory and honour and dignity of his kindred if he might go to france to woo the maiden for his wife and forthwith his brother conferred with him and this counsel was pleasing unto him so he prepared ships and filled them with armed knights and set forth towards france and as soon as they had landed they sent messengers to show the nobles of france the cause of the embassy and by the joint council of the nobles of france and of the princes the maiden was given to Thelevelus and the crown of the kingdom with her and thenceforth he ruled the land discreetly and wisely and happily as long as his life lasted after a space of time had passed three plagues fell on the island of britain such as none in the islands had ever seen the like the first was a certain race that came and was called the coranians and so great was their knowledge that there was no discourse upon the face of the island however low it might be spoken but what if the wind met it it was known to them and through this they could not be injured the second plague was a shriek which came on every may eve over every hearth in the island of britain and this went through people's hearts and so scared them that the men lost their hue and their strength and the women their children and the young men and the maidens lost their senses and all the animals and trees and the earth and the waters were left barren the third plague was that however much of provisions and food might be prepared in the king's courts were there even so much as a year's provision of meat and drink none of it could ever be found except what was consumed in the first night and two of these plagues no one ever knew their cause therefore was there better hope of being freed from the first than from the second and third and thereupon king philip felt great sorrow and care because that he knew not how he might be freed from these plagues and he called to him all the nobles of his kingdom and asked counsel of them what they should do against these afflictions 
and by the common council of the nobles Philip, the son of belli went to Thelevelus, his brother king of france for he was a man great of counsel and wisdom to seek his advice and they made ready a fleet and that in secret and in silence lest that race should know the cause of their errand or any besides the king and his counsellors and when they were made ready they went into their ships Thelith and those whom he chose with him and they began to cleave the seas towards france and when these tidings came to Thelevelus, seeing that he knew not the cause of his brother's ships he came on the other side to meet him and with him was a fleet vast of size and when Philip saw this he left all the ships out upon the sea except one only and in that one he came to meet his brother and he likewise with a single ship came to meet him and when they were come together each put his arms about the other's neck and they welcomed each other with brotherly love after that Philip had shown his brother the cause of his errand the levelist said that he himself knew the cause of the coming to those lands and they took counsel together to discourse on the matter otherwise than thus in order that the wind might not catch their words nor the coranians know what they might say then Thelevelus caused a long horn to be made of brass and through this horn they discoursed but whatsoever words they spoke through this horn one to the other neither of them could hear any other but harsh and hostile words and when Thelevelus saw this and that there was a demon thwarting them and disturbing through this horn he caused wine to be put therein to wash it and through the virtue of the wine the demon was driven out of the horn and when their discourse was unobstructed Thelevelus told his brother that he would give him some insects whereof he should keep some to breed lest by chance the like affliction might come a second time and other of these insects he should take and bruise in water and he assured him that it would have power to destroy the race of the coranians that is to say that when he came home to his kingdom he should call together all the people both of his own race and of the race of the coranians for a conference as though with the intent of making peace between them and that when they were all together he should take this charmed water and cast it over all alike and he assured him that the water would poison the race of the coranians but that it would not slay or harm those of his own race and the second plague said he that is in thy dominion behold it is a dragon and another dragon of a foreign race is fighting with it and striving to overcome it and therefore does your dragon make a fearful outcry and on this wise mayest thou come to know this after thou hast returned home cause the island to be measured in its length and breadth and in the place where thou dost find the exact central point there cause a pit to be dug and cause a cauldron full of the best mead that can be made to be put in the pit with a covering of satin over the face of the cauldron and then in thine own person do thou remain there watching and thou wilt see the dragons fighting in the form of terrific animals and at length they will take the form of dragons in the air and last of all after wearying themselves with fierce and furious fighting they will fall in the form of two pigs upon the covering and they will sink in and the covering with them and they will draw it down to the very bottom of the cauldron and they will drink up the whole of the mead and after that they will sleep thereupon do thou immediately fold the covering around them and bury them in a kist fayan in the strongest place thou hast in thy dominions and hide them in the earth and as long as they shall bide in that strong place no plague shall come to the island of britain from elsewhere 
the cause of the third plague said he is a mighty man of magic who takes thy meat and thy drink and thy store and he through illusions and charms causes every one to sleep therefore it is needful for thee in thine own person to watch thy food and thy provisions and lest he should overcome thee with sleep be there a cauldron of cold water by thy side and when thou art oppressed with sleep plunge into the cauldron then thaleth returned back unto his land and immediately he summoned to him the whole of his own race and of the Coranians. and as thelevelus had taught him he bruised the insects in water the which he cast over them altogether and forthwith it destroyed the whole tribe of the Coranians without hurt to any of the britons and some time after this thaleth caused the island to be measured in its length and in its breadth and in oxford he found the central point and in that place he caused the earth to be dug and in that pit a cauldron to be set full of the best mead that could be made and a covering of satin over the face of it and he himself watched that night and while he was there he beheld the dragons fighting and when they were weary they fell and came down upon the top of the satin and drew it with them to the bottom of the cauldron and when they had drunk the mead they slept and in their sleep thaleth folded the covering around them and in the securest place he had in snowdon he hid them in a kissed thayan now after that this spot was called dinas Amrice, but before that dinas baron and thus the fierce outcry ceased in his dominions and when this was ended king thaleth caused an exceeding great banquet to be prepared and when it was ready he placed a vessel of cold water by his side and he in his own proper person watched it and as he abode thus clad with arms about the third watch of the night lo he heard many surpassing fascinations and various songs and drowsiness urged him to sleep upon this lest he should be hindered from his purpose and be overcome by sleep he went often into the water and at last behold a man of vast size clad in strong heavy armour came in bearing a hamper and as he was wont he put all the food and provisions of meat and drink into the hamper and proceeded to go with it forth and nothing was ever more wonderful to thaleth than that the hamper should hold so much and thereupon king thaleth went after him and spoke unto him thus stop stop said he though thou hast done many insults and much spoil erewhile thou shalt not do so any more unless thy skill in arms and thy prowess be greater than mine then he instantly put down the hamper on the floor and awaited him and a fierce encounter was between them so that the glittering fire flew out from their arms and at the last thaleth grappled with him and fate bestowed the victory on thaleth and he threw the plague to the earth and after he had overcome him by strength and might he besought his mercy how can i grant thee mercy said the king after all the many injuries and wrongs that thou hast done me all the losses that ever i have caused thee said he i will make thee atonement for equal to what i have taken and i will never do the like from this time forth but thy faithful vassal will i be and the king accepted this from him and thus thaleth freed the island of britain from the three plagues and from thenceforth until the end of his life in prosperous peace did thaleth the son of beli rule the island of britain and this tale is called the story of thaleth and thalevelus and thus it ends end of section six